0: Like a cork in the ocean over his head.
1: Marking contest over the
0: top. Sheep, it's great breath. Across the ground. Bam! In comes Donnie Werthold.
1: Got it out to a kick. Kick smothered. Check. Hunter. Who would have thought the sequel would be just as good as the original. Kicks inside 50. McGovern. McGovern. What a player. To be in perfect years. The Premiers of 1992. The
0: 1994
2: Premiers. The 2006. The 2018 AFL Premiership team. The West Coast Eagles.
0: G'day, everyone. Welcome to the Big Footy Eagles podcast. We are back ahead of round 15. We're back off the bye week. Uh, Honey Badger35 here, joined by Keys, also joined by Mop once again on the show. Share the show, share the love, jump in the comments, have your say. We're going to be talking about what's left for the Eagles this season, what we're going to be watching for, what we want to see, uh, previewing the Sydney game as well, and a little bit of news. Not a ton of news, actually. The club sort of went into hibernation over the bye week somewhat, so we will get into that off the bat. By week, Keys. You can take it away on this one. We've had a little bit of news, but not much. And as we said, the the club sort of shut the doors and pulled down the shutters, and we didn't really get a lot. Although there have been a couple of little injury uh, bits and pieces that have floated through. So, wh- how do you enjoy the bye week? First of all, without the Eagles' uh, customary ten goal loss to to sour any weeks or weekends.
2: So it's it nice going through a weekend where you didn't have to deal with a ten goal loss. So. Isn't it? Um, so that was kind of refreshing and um every man lost, which which was nice. Sure. Um so but yeah, like you said, the club pretty much put up the shutters. There really wasn't anything of any note come out. There was no uh no new contract signings or extensions or anything like that that might have got us excited. Yeah, you know, I was hoping that we might have seen some news about Dry Cully getting a new contract but that didn't mm. happen and um uh someone did ask it duffield asked gavin bell of it on tuesday on SEN. sen yeah and he said no we'll we'll do that later so um yeah and then the only the other thing is like the injury report comes out which is always um you know comes out in chapters because it's that long <laughs> um so I mean, the most notable thing from that was Liam Ryan's gone from seven weeks to TBC um, and the Associated News that's sort of taken a little bit longer and things like that, mm. which is probably Eagles code for he's not going to play again this year. So he just about put him on the on the season list with Joy and Nick. Um, and we thought we're getting Gov back. Wrong. And then, that, <laughs> that's, and then that's gone. And then uh, the, the gastro that kept Waterman out of that, Adelaide game, um, it must have been some really fucking dodgy curry because they put him in hospital for a week. Infections. Um, and-, yeah, and and now they're saying he's going to be out for a few weeks. So um, that's some pretty serious stomach infections. So we don't know. I mean, the club is rightfully sort of keeping pretty quiet about the exact details of that. It's not football related. So, um, yeah, we don't need to know the personal health records of every player. So... Other than, yeah, he's going to be out for a while and he's obviously been, in a, uh in a pretty bad way. So, yeah, maybe that's a reaction to Adelaide. I don't know. Um, but apart from that, yeah, there's not, not much. And there's, you know, it's kind of sometimes no news is good news because usually from the club, most of the last two years, is, it's all been bad news. It's not, it's not been anything good. So... Um, you know. Anyway, that was that was about the buy round. So how
0: good was it? How good? Got, how to, re- got to
2: recover from that fucking shit show that was Adelaide. By yeah. Well, we're not. Uh,
0: we might make reference to the Adelaide game here and there, but uh, we will not be doing an Adelaide game. Unpack or repack or rewatch or review because what's the point? It was uh it was nice that Marriott kicked a goal. We got Tex got his goal earlier, then Merrick got the goal and that was all good and it was about six all or something there or thereabouts and then Mop very quickly it wasn't, so we'll uh we'll bin that one off and we'll consign that to the past. Hey, how good uh Mop is the Geelong injury list just by the way? We think we're dodgy over here with some of the Eagles news. So if I read out, for example, Frio's injury list they've got this kid Benning he's a test Heath Chapman one to two weeks is a test and so on and so forth normal enough injury list what about the cats injury list Cam Guthrie medium term Radigalia short term uh Kroger medium term Clark short term short term short term medium term they don't have a date on any of them this is unreal this is now if anyone's playing games it's Geelong so I don't know at least somebody else is in the in the boat with us a little bit shifty that's nice
3: I feel like they've gone to the West Coast Eagles School of Injury Disclosure, um, about as opaque as us. And the thing is, that they're the reigning prem's. Their fans are pissed. I've seen a bit of a bit of noise about this on the old socials. Hmm. Should have wandered over Geelong Ball and see the crying there, because I know we've we think it's shit. We, we we came into the season knowing we were we weren't playing for much. These these guys expected to be out there and challenging. So you know, they the, the Geelong elite still kind of think they're going to be up there um, with the list. But given you know who they have currently available and likely to be available, who the hell knows? What what is medium term? Is that three? Weeks is that five weeks? Post I mean, I mean, median term that's yeah.
2: <laughs> I do notice yeah. that the um, the the Geelong equivalent to Miguel Sanchez has actually started <laughs> the run count on on how much of a shit show that is, and has a like we're now up to six weeks of this crap. Yeah, um, and he updates it every week. So yeah, maybe Good we should him. get those two together. They can, uh, they can hit it off Oh, I
0: like it. How good's footy when the first thing and the only thing we've got to chat about is what's going on on the Geelong injury list? Uh, Mop, let's talk about the back half of the season for the Eagles. Obviously, we needed the bye week badly, and we limped into it, and unfortunately, somewhat, we've limped out of it in a way. got a few people coming back, and we'll touch on that later on, but pretty unstructured chat, I suppose, about what you're looking for, what you want to see. We know where we're at. We know what we're playing for. We're playing for pick one. Uh, let's start with that, that's the easiest one, do you want the spoon but with it pick one or are you one of these avoid the spoon at all costs people and, and how do you want the Eagles to approach sort of wins and losses versus blooding the youth versus whatever the hell else we can expect in the back half of the year. Badge, I have debated long and hard about this right? and I, I if, if I were a betting man I
3: think Keys will probably agree with me here, you don't ever want the wooden spoon but right. 14 rounds in we narrowly won one game, we are all, we, we're approaching historical Levels are bad, which apparently the only team worse than us ever were 2012 GWS. So great bunch of lads,
0: yeah, great bunch of lads. Grand final in big, the next seven goals. years. I say that'll be good, that'll be nice.
3: <laughs> Who broke a mirror? Um, <laughs> so the caveat to being historically bad is you want some upside to it. Mm. So realistically, if you have the chance to draft a unicorn or at least reap the rewards from the seed of the Unicorn, i.e. the Tower three top-one picks, I think at this point, for the better of the club, that has to kind of be the expectation. Now, I'm not saying... I'm not saying tank. Let's not go 2008 Melbourne versus Carlton that famous game where it looked like the it was, it was akin to a fixed boxing match. You know, afraid to throw the first punch. But our, our injury list has been that long, and some questionable decision making. What what is it for another seven weeks? Mm. Realistically, we have to win two games from here because our percentage isn't going to be better than North's. So Hawthorne are well and truly out of it. So it's between us and North. I, I just kind of think. If, if it means keeping guys like Liam Ryan, like Jeremy McGovern, like hypothetically pre-Achilles surgery, Nick Nananui on ice, so be it. I, at this point, from, for the guys that will be around next year, for example, I still have a theory that um, Bryce is playing with a hip injury because his mobility in the middle part of that first half of the season reminded me a lot of that that tainted Darren Glass season, that struggling to get up into contests. Oh, I, so I, I see yeah. it, that was always, that was my theory. Um, but you know, I slept through most of human biology, so don't don't take my word as an expert. But um, at this point, if, if the difference between you know getting that wooden spoon and making less season more palatable is giving the McGoverns, who we know has a new deal, the Liam Ryan's and the hmm. um, uh, the Tom Barassas of the world more time, and if that means playing uh, someone like Jack Williams or Jake Waterman at centre half back. So be it. It's been bad enough.
0: J- Jesus, I forgot about the uh, – I know we said we wouldn't talk Adelaide. I forgot about the Witherden on Rochelle and the third tallest player being fucking whoever else was down there. What a what a nightmare of a game. Uh, just, just, just on that, just on that, yeah. uh, That the
3: goals that Tex Walker kicked, the, the epitome of uh, downhill skier goals. I think we should uh the three of us should write a petition to AFL House and have those every goal stated gets us chalked off as uh, not counting in an official match.
0: I am staggered that Tex I think a lot of people fall into the he was done. He was so done. I don't know what's happened that he's come back from his uh mysterious vacation, the reasons to which we will never speak of, but uh he he's come back and he's rejuvenated. I thought he was done, so Good luck to him in a way. Uh, in another way, Keyes, the absolute worst of luck to Tex Walker. Uh, what do we do with pick one if we get it? If slash when we get it? Because every week, at least once a week, keys there are articles coming out from Victoria or from the AFL website or from this team or that team or whoever about, oh, the Giants have to go in and get the pick. Melbourne have to go in and get the pick. Somebody has to go in and rescue this poor kid from having to go to the Eagles. Kane Corns is saying, why would he want to go? And the Eagles can't dare pick him because he's just going to leave all this wank. What do we do with the pick? I don't know anything about the draft I'll, I'll always cop to that first and foremost but people love this kid so do you, do you just go you know what if he's that good let's take him or, or is it like Mop said do you try and get the three first round picks, Did you try and get the absolute godfather deal out of it? Yeah
2: I'll, I'll, um, I'll echo what Mop said I, I've never been one for saying I want to win the spoon, and I don't no. really. But I think the reality is is going forward, finishing last is probably the best thing for us. Um, I don't, I don't want us to go into a game not trying to win. I think we, and and they won't. They'll go into every game wanting to win. I mean, ideally, North pick up a couple of games um, in the back half of the season, which will allow us to maybe pinch a couple as well without going past them. But there's. There's actually some really good. This is a good year to finish last, and there's a couple mm. of things to that because um, if we, the only other side that's going to be finished last is North Melbourne. Now, North Melbourne are almost certainly going to lose Ben McCoy to free agency because if another club offers anything for him close to um, what he's worth, or they'll, or to try and get him out. North won't match because McCoy is likely to get a free agency offer that would trigger a round, a whatever they call it. Band one, one or whatever the, yeah. So a band one and band one is a first round pick, which means that if North Melbourne finish bottom, they will end up with picks one and two in the draft and we will be relegated to three. So so there's that to um, to bear in mind. You, just, you don't want to finish below North because um, that gives yeah, you know, if, if North will end up with picks two and three if we finish last, but we don't. With what we've been through the last two years, mm. it'd be fucking unbearable if the best we get out of it is pick three. Um, then, then you go through pick one. Last year with the draft, with the split, the the way the draft was shaped, it actually made sense to to trade out and split the pick. Um, the way this year's draft is shaping is there's a clear favourite for pick one. Like, mm. like, people were saying, Harley Reid would would possibly have gone pick one last year had yeah. you been eligible to draft now i i'm i've not watched a lot of footy um i don't know if harley Reid is as good as what he's been made out to be the second coming of jesus in some places um kicked
0: three goals on the weekend i thought oh this kid sounds great then i watched him and yeah, no, all joe the goose in the goal square and, yeah they were all
2: yeah and it was like and and I've, I've sort of been reading the in and, and comments and it's like he's not a pure midfielder. He's a guy that can pick up ball off halfback. He's a dangerous forward, but he's not a high-possession sort of guy. So there's, there's reasons for me to look at that and go, is it hype or is it reality? I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but I'm quite happy with the hype to continue unabated because either if we have pick one, the hype is real and we get a generational talent and someone really, really good and someone... That will give us, you know, we'll go into twenty twenty four with a lot of hope around. Or the alternative, if the hype's there around him, we are going to have clubs banging down our door, um, throwing us buckets of gold to try and get to pick one mm. now. It's way too early to make the decision now whether or not um, we should keep or trade pick one because one of the reasons why it's a out is because there's not – there doesn't seem to be a lot of young guys sort of jumping up that are screaming out draft me. So the, the – it hasn't shaped out too much and some of the guys that people thought might have been high in the draft at the beginning of the season haven't had great seasons so far so um so that's an argument for later in the later in the year but that if you've got pick 1 you then drive you you're you're in the position to make that decision whether or not you take what's on offer or you go with what's the obvious one and and take the take the star the other the other little point with pick one mm. that needs to be remembered is it because the draft is split over two nights, we've seen mm. that first pick on the second night yeah. is also a very valuable little piece of uh trade collateral um that um clubs will chase and you can you can you can get a good deal out of that on the on the second night. So yep. um so, it's not as important as pick one, obviously, but it's a nice little chip to have in your back pocket as well. So, um, yeah, not something I'd ever thought I would say, <laughs> but I'm really happy if we want pick one. And deep down, you kind of want to – we're better winning the spoon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've, that's, I've... that's just – that's just a, that's an unfortunate Right? I hate saying it. it. It tastes dirty. It's like – it's like saying I want Fremantle to win um, it's that fucking uncharacteristic but um, going forward it's just um, suck up the shit for the rest of the season to hopefully become more competitive sure, in the back yeah. half um, and we see some green shoots with the young guys so we want to see guys like Hewitt and Jimby and um, Long and Hoff and Bazo. you know Chesser you want to see those guys develop and, and show the signs that you know maybe in three or four years time that um, they'll be the guys beaten up on the competition rather than watching us get beaten up but um yeah be more competitive maybe pinch a couple hope north pinch a couple so that we don't overtake them and um yeah and then maybe put a dose of kofit through whatever round it is we play um north melbourne Jesus. just to make sure of it
0: bloody hell there you go uh Mop, well, let's talk those green shoots. Let's have a look at who we're interested in and who you want to watch to close the season out and maybe be put in a position to succeed or, or use somewhat differently. Like, who are you looking Who are you looking at in general to see? You know, we've seen Chesser get a little bit more midfield time on the weekend. Now, suddenly he's out. We'll circle back to that later on. But Hoff, Keyes just mentioned there, Hoff's come back into the side. There's a couple of these guys running around. Is it a role change? Is it just more footy in the hands of some of these guys? What do you want to see uh, week to week, assuming the results don't pick up? Well, firstly, can I just have a go at the AFL? This two night sure. crap. Gladly. No one
3: cares. No one yeah. cares about the two night draft. This isn't the NFL. Ah, but they do um, it in America, you see. So we've got Yeah, to yeehaw! Here. Pew pew pew, got my guns. Yeah. <laughs> um but it's just i know what they're trying to do they're trying to make an event out of it and it went from just being you know a thing where they hosted wherever it moved i.e darklands or the gold coast or here or whatever cool and they presented from the ballroom and it was all good this they have the whole studio talking about it, and it it's just it's so forced it, i hate it just put it down it, I, I got to get the uh, the bloke who found the AFL's email, so I can send them an email and give them a, a you know a mouthful. Oh yeah. But yeah anyway, please explain. Please explain. But anyway, about the shoots. Anyone who is under the age of twenty three, just get him in the side. Yeah. Just. Uh, even if that means a Tony not esque debut for uh, Harry Barnett, you know, give him a round 22, round 23 debut just to kind of fill his boots, get him, get him keen for the preseason. Mm. Um, Chester, I know this was debated heavily, kind of round seven, round eight. I don't see the point of dropping Campbell Chester to the waffle Given that the Waffle team is somehow inexplicably worse than the AFL side. They well, the argument would be he gets
0: extended minutes on the ball, but you're in control of whether or not he does at the AFL level as well. So just at at this
3: point, it's slightly less demoralizing to lose by ten goals in the AFL than twenty-five goals in the waffle. Yeah. Which in itself is a is a damning, damning statement, damning predicament. Um, I think Hoff. Anyone that's fit just needs to get a go. Hoff, Bazo, Chessa. Uh, we're not sure if Bergiel's coming back, are we? Either firmly in the media. Very, un-
2: uh, it'd be unlikely. Um, and if he is, it, it'll be only for the last two or three rounds. I think not uh-huh. enough, not enough to push himself into the AFL side. I would have thought.
3: Which is an absolute yeah, shame. He's had, he's had surgery
2: yeah. on his hamstrings, so... Yeah.
3: Um, and that's a, that's a crying shame. He was the one young boy that looked, looked like he might actually, outside of, of our core circle, who looked like he might actually be able to come and contribute and kind of add a little
0: bit extra. As yeah. opposed yeah, to, he doesn't was, have a tank
1: yet. Yeah, even he in a team
0: even in a waffle side getting destroyed. Mm. He actually looked like a bit of sort of punch off half back and get him in exactly what we need sort of type guy. Yeah. Spot
3: on. But I mean, that is something to look forward to, but um, so he was going to play every young fellow. We have Noah Long's been really good. And Mm. he's somehow been consistent in a team, lacking any sort of consistency. Hoff, Bazo, I think, God forbid, we even have to give Xavier O'Neill just a shot ahead of someone like West, who we know is probably not going to be on the list. There's a chance that, you know, with a bit of confidence, he might get his sales up and prove to be an afl list footballer. Whereas if at the moment he's going to be probably delisted this year, mm. which, okay, if, if it happens, so be it. But what do we have to lose? We know I dudes was... like Connor West and um, the other bloke, Greg Clark. We know that they are waffle fodder. We know they have limited qualities that aren't there. I'd rather at least give a young bloke a chance,
0: you know? Uh, Bombard in the comments here. Talking about <laughs> your, no, a long consistency comment. Says that's unfair. Gaff has been consistently poor. And then he said something else very unkind that I'm not going to put up on the screen there. Oh, God, okay. uh, do it. Do it. Do it. Be brave. Uh, it's just, he just said he's been very fucking consistent in that regard. Um, uh, uh, I don't disagree. I don't disagree, but it's it's a fair call. The issue is we don't have anyone to replace him. The second that
3: we had someone at this point, fine, so be it. We just don't. Well, that's
0: the other thing you need to see in the back half of the year, and you go, okay, fat load of good it does you to get healthy now, but it actually does because you can shape and you can actually present something to the fans and say, you remember what we played like at the start, and here's what we're playing like at the end, and if they bear any sort of similarity to each other, you actually can pitch and say, this is what we wanted to do before it became, if you've got boots, you get a game. So, I mean, it's a very important important time I know you can go back and forth on simo or on the higher ups in the club and who needs to do what and how we move them all on and when we move them all on but ultimately look it, the fans are going to vote with their feet soon enough I'm surprised in a way but uh, uh, you know we've always had pretty good crowds the crowds are still showing up the fans are still showing up fans just want a, a little bit of hope they just want something to watch you know and it's a 10 goal loss or a 20 goal loss most weeks but you you, you pitch to us keys and you say here's what you actually expect and here's what you're going to see we're going to put these kids in a spot to succeed going to put hop up to the wing and Chester, as I said, Chester had 18 centre bounces on the weekend. I thought, beautiful. All right, they're back in Campbell Chester in to play midfield minutes and then they go and drop him. So, a bit of clarity. That's that's sort of what I want to see. The results or who steps up into what role. It'll come. Fingers crossed that everybody stays healthy and we actually get to see who they would like to play. Clarity Just the West Coast Eagles. I know. And it's the same. It's broken record shit. It's the same stuff we've been talking about the whole way through. Uh, we might, in a minute, Keyes, okay, just as a heads up, because we've done a bit of a change on the floor, we might get into some hero. And villains for the uh, first half of the season. A bit of a bit of a season long to date. Who we like and who we don't like. But before we do that, is there anything else you want to see in the in the back half of the season? Is there something where at the end of the year you go, okay, you know what? From the buy period onward, this guy played well, or we did such and such well. You know what? What are you looking for most there? Um,
2: I I just think we need. We've seen. No, you don't want to say that one, but Honestly. Um, I think we just need to see the effort and I think we need to see the effort for more than one or two quarters we need to be in games where we're you know we're playing for three quarters or three and a half quarters or something like that I mean mm. in the back half, in the back half of last year, there was a little bit of a array of hoping that a lot of the games after the buy last year, by three quarter time, we were we were still kind of close. We probably weren't going to win, but we weren't. Yeah, you know, we were two or three goals down, something like that. Mm. Um, so it was like, okay, well, we're we're thereabouts. We're not. That's um, Robert Walls. um <laughs>
0: It was almost the Adelaide game pre buy last sort year, of be, just. Started playing footy again, competitive. Yeah. We're so in at a three-quarter time just, footy.
2: Just, just go in there and go. Okay, well look, we're you know getting in. Yeah, you know, after half time, you know, like, okay, we're still, we're still a sneaky chance here. If things go our way, we might be able to pinch one here. Or, um,
1: yeah.
2: so it's that, and then it's just, it's really just seen. Um, uh, the young guys coming through, and some of the older guys, you want to sort of see, um, those guys. There's blokes like I mean, Shuey and Hearn are the two mm. that may yeah. very well not be playing next year. I'd like to see those guys um, at least go out playing sort of half decent for and not just limp out the season. And so I'd like to see those guys, you know, both have a decent block of games in the back half of the year. I mean, there's there's a possibility if Shuey plays the rest of the year and, and hits some pretty good form that, that he might roll into next year. That's that's something for the end of the season. So. But at the very least I'd like I'd like to see someone like Shui play footy where you get to the end of the year and go, You know what, maybe he does deserve it another year and then just go, oh, Okay, at least at least he goes out playing good footy, not mm. not so. Um, and then, guys, you, I want to see you know, yo, yo play a full back after the season. I want to see we'll, – we'll touch on McGovern when we get to the Sydney game and him coming out. But when McGovern does come back into the side, um, I want to see McGovern playing some good footy because mm. from the sounds of it, he's signed a two-year contract yeah, the best thing for us is for McGovern, when he does come back, to play out the rest of the year and play it out well because at least then there's some justification for giving him that two years. And the same goes for Cripps and the same goes for Darling. You want mm-hmm. to see those guys who look like they're probably going to play on, you want to see them perform. So at least you go, okay, well, at least they're playing some good footy and they might be able to help us next year. And then it becomes the younger guys, um, you know, we we touched on them. Uh, I'll circle back a little bit to Hoff. Hoff played on Rankin against Mm. Adelaide and actually did a pretty good job given the amount of ball that went down there and things like that. Um, I don't know. You would go as far to say he won the position, but you can make a case that he broke even against Rankin on the day, and, and he got
0: under his skin a little bit, which is not, you know, does um, that win
2: you flag? No, but it's funny, makes me laugh. So for, a, so for a, you know, from a shit show of a game, that was one little thing to take out of it. And um, but I'll roll. I'm just going to roll now into heroes and villains for the season, if that's what we're going to do. We will. And we just
0: let's let's very quickly, keys. Before you do that, I'll, I'll whip through our fixture and just have a think. Not who we're most likely likely to beat because God knows who would it be funniest? Just we'll go one word answers. Who would it be funniest for us to beat? So we've got Sydney, St Kilda, Brisbane, Richmond, Carlton, North, Essendon, Frio, Western Bulldogs, and Adelaide. For me the answer is clear. It is Carlton and the very close runner-up would be Essendon. I think the fucking media and the melts and the coverage after those would be delightful.
2: Yeah, I will say um, I'd like to win at the SCG, um, which that would be fucking hilariously funny. So I would like winning at the SCG would be in our worst ever season to win a game. At the SCG would be quite something. Mm, yeah. Um, given that we couldn't beat Sydney in Sydney in our premiership year, um, and I'm I'm I think Fit Sydney missed finals that year. I'm not sure. Um, and then yeah, uh. Fremantle goes without saying. Um, but Essendon, if we could keep if we could beat Essendon and knock him out of the finals, that would be fucking hilarious. How good um, Fox
0: would you be the next day? So good.
2: And and, and doing the same to Freemal would also be very, very funny. Um
0: Question in the comments here saying way, is, is Brisbane at the Gabba? It like is at the Gabba, be, yeah.
2: In a way, I'd like to beat North because um, they've actually won about three or four on the trot against us, so it'd be nice to actually get one back on them. But the reality is that we're probably better losing to North, um, and I don't really care if we do because um, we'll we'll catch up to them in the rebuild soon enough. So, um, but I'm yeah. If I had to pick, if there was what. If if someone told me there's only one game we can win for the rest of the year, it's Essendon.
0: Mop, who uh, who would you pick? Either because you'd like it the most, or because it would be the funniest. Who who would you pick to win? Frio for the implosion. Yep. Similarly. I, I would like, I like to
3: beat to- one of the high, the higher profile Victoria Size for like kind of the national narrative. I'd like to see a, a seven, eight minute expose on the crumbling in Essendon for here one of uh, old mate what's his name from um SCN, the main guy, until Not Robbo, the other one.
0: No, nah, Robbo isn't, well, isn't
3: he? Yeah, Waitley. No, I'd love to hear Whiteley wax lyrical about the uh, failings and crumbling at the at the pointy end of the season, as he does. <laughs> That's good. That's a good Jared. That I like that. Actually, um, the
2: guy, there's a guy, um, is a Carlton supporter that rings up three AW after a loss. Yeah,
0: he's a ripper. He has a melt. That's and, why I and, reckon Carlton.
2: And, and he would be worth selling tickets if we beat Carlton, given that that game is actually in Melbourne as well. Yeah, It's at, at Marvel? Marvel. Um, just... So that was...
1: what are we? What are we? What
0: are they doing, Jared? What What is going on at Carlton? What is? they're not a serious club, Jared. I just oh, imagine that for five days in a row. Oh, it'd be so I good. kind! I've of expected it at the start of the weekend.
2: No, <laughs> I just don't fucking know I'm my fucking
0: nose. Right, okay, there we go. We'll all have fun. Ah, uh, now, Mop, I, I think this was your idea to do this, so you can lead us off. But Keys, I'll throw it to you in a moment. We'll get into heroes and villains for the first half of the season. Are you starting with an apology when we get to heroes? Because I think you might, yeah, based on think, a round I think, one I appearance. Think you might. <laughs>
3: yeah. So. Loyal viewers, loyal watchers, loyal readers. <laughs> you may remember in our post-round one uh, edition of this podcast, my debut of this podcast, I may have said certain things about a uh, certain undersized ruckman, if you will, a one Bailey Williams. I may have called him words to the effect of Bailey Squibbiums, Bailey Crabiums, Bailey Bichums, various other... Nice. it's creative stuff gone, though, which I really appreciate. Yeah, it, really look, creative look stuff. It was. It, it, I'm showing off my creative, you know, my, my yeah, inner like, creator, if you will. And he's just gone and said, Fuck you, mate! I'm just going to go be our best player.
0: Yep. So, Bang.
3: Yeah, to that, mate, you've uh, you you'll tell you what. I'll uh, get it. What number is he? <laughs> oh, <fuck>. oh my goodness. That's completely
0: bold. Me, I can't think
3: of it. i you, it you, to there in the you back go. of my shirt. yeah, there you go. I'll parade that around it, and I'm going to take a photo with him at training. table it that. But Very nice. But I don't want to steal Keyes' answer here. I don't know what Keyes is going to say. But our, our, our villain has to be the strength conditioning team, surely. Or you could bracket that with whoever's deciding on TBC. Whoever invented the TBC and the lack of clarity. You, I don't know, Nisbet, the Cabal, the ghost
0: of <laughs> Mineral Resources Park, sources Park. <laughs> Jesus. the Mafia. Just- On Williams before we move off, Williams is going to finish top three in our best and fairest. Which is (laughs) if you had imagine pitching that at the end of round one. And go into the Bailey Williams thread and just say, "Hey, boys, settle down. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna come good. He's been a ripper. I'm, I'm wrapped for him, and I'm. Uh, it's nice for the Eagles to sort of have uncovered somebody that looks, you know, perfectly good, serviceable to, to actually quite good. Who else is actually going to finish in our best? Because Tim Kelly's probably the favourite for me. I think he's been our best enough times, and he's always been available. Yeah, Bailey Williams on availability and recent form, absolutely. Like. Brass has been quiet. All Jinby, the other ones have probably been in and out. probably top five. Jinby's, yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> but it's,
3: it, but it's, it's such a beast. low bar. It's a low bar because how many people have played every game?
0: Hunt I got a call for Hunt here in the uh, in the comments. Yeah. It's actually a good one. He's <laughs> proved to be quite a good bit of value. And just that's, just uh,
3: on Hunt really quickly to every naysayer who's
2: like he's wasting a spurt.
0: Ha ha! Told you so. Nicely done. Very good. Uh, Keys, any heroes from the front half of the season for yourself? Uh,
2: the, the big boy up forward, uh, Oscar Allen. Oh, he's the uh, other one who's obviously
0: Kelly Allen he, and, and Bailey he, Williams.
2: He's, he, he's in a club of four of the only players to kick a mm. kick a goal every round this season. Mm. So he was last man standing kicking multiple goals. So he's down to four in terms of guys to kick a goal. And he managed to kick a goal from full back against Adelaide, which is some sort of achievement. Yeah, nice Um And I, I think what's... I think he's on thirty three for the year, thirty four maybe. I think he's like fifth or sixth in the column. Which in a side that's coming last in inside fifties is some sort of fucking effort, and he's he's had to do it a lot of weeks. He's had to do it where he's been the, the sole focal point. So he's he's the um, the focus of the defence. He's not getting uh not his his name's not Tom Hawkins or Jack Rewalt or one of those other flog buckets from fucking Victoria. <laughs> um, that gets a free kick just because it's in their contract. Um, so he's battling on and he's on I, I said at the start of the year if if we could get forty to fifty goals out of Oscar for the year we'd be pretty happy and yeah. um if he keeps on his current pace you'll crack you'll crack fifty, which is a f- which is a fair effort. Um for a guy that's had no help and very limited supply and the supply he has got has been um Pretty fucking haphazard. So, yes. Um. So he he's been a shining light. Um. Definitely Bailey Williams. Bailey Williams has probably been the one that, um. In, in all fairness to Bob, I don't think anyone saw coming. Um. Oh, and even if know, he
0: came serviceable, not like this, because he's actually yeah around the actually, ground and contested I, footies. I, I mean he.
2: I mean I I was I half sort of half thought he might have pinched the coach's vote against adelaide which would have been some sort of achievement in, 120 in a 120 he yeah. was he was really fucking good in that game so um so he's been from in terms of you know where you would expect a players to end up you wouldn't you wouldn't have thought williams has put together the season he's he's built into um and i think jimby's certainly been. I think we had you know, Jimmy was our first, first pick in the draft and we kinda had hopes for him, but I think he's he's sort of stepped up and he's he's shown the promise that you sort of sort of hope. Um we long got for got things like Yeah, um, there you go. I, I, even I, guys I, like yeah, you know, Long for me. see. Long's been a yeah, Long's been a real surprise in terms of um I I think the really good thing with Long is I mean, if you have a look at his stats, if you just if mm. you if you haven't watched anything and you looked at Long's stats, you'd just be you'd be a little bit meh about it mm. all. But I think what we've seen from Long is you can see that there's there's a really really good player for a guy who looks fifteen, um, and and he he looked under, he would look undersized and under 15s game. Let's not fucking kid mm. ourselves. Um, let alone in the AFL competition, um, he's been really good and he's done some things that, you know, he, he's going to be one of those guys who 15 possessions a game and he will be ultra-damaging. So he's, he, he's been really good. He's- yeah, he's got good vision, he's got good skills and he gets to the right spot. So when he gets, when he gets a little bit bigger and a little bit more craftier, um, you know, he, he's not going to get run down in tackles, he's going to get the ball. And I think um, for a guy that got a lot of criticism... Uh, that wasn't really his his fault, um, but he stepped up and led. Kelly's led the midfield this year and oh. been, um and yeah, he, he would be. A, I would think he's a mile in front of our best and fairest. Yeah,
0: and they said during the Crows game, which made me laugh, that he's leading the competition in uh, ground ball gets, which is funny because we should never have traded for Kelly, and also we've never once tried to address our ground ball gets and blah blah blah. But anyway, good stuff. Uh,
3: just, just really quickly I'm oh, on. Yeah. Yeah, shoot. he's the pick that we had to get. We kind of needed to make up for the Jared Branders of the world, the high end that, that haven't paid off. A low end pick, a speculative tick—that's the sort of thing that's going to accelerate a rebuild. Those yes. kind of half a chance, yeah. I, and yeah, yeah they're it's, that, right.
0: it's not to yeah, say it's we, fully paid off, but if you, the early returns, you go, wow, that's for part of, part fifty-four. Part, that's yeah, fifty-six. of our problems, Blaine. Problem is 58.
2: those those like, picks? Is we haven't. We've got a pretty uh a pretty low success rate. Oh, and yeah. That, the other one 30 onwards. yeah yeah, you know, Rioli was pick fifty-two, which I mean despite what happened, Rioli at pick fifty-two was uh mm. was yeah, you gotta give the draft Yeah, you know, your, your recruiters weren't to know um that he had such penchant for Bong and was that totally stupid he would try for bull <laughs> and gator's piss. Um but and then asked for a fucking trade that dump almost said it. Um <laughs> um so yeah they nah, you've got to you know, nail a few over, of those too over the next two or three years there those those later picks we need to um you know, we sort of got you know hoff was thirty two or thirty three bazo was thirty. Uh, hoff might actually be thirty um uh bazo was thirty seven mm. uh Berger was twenty nine uh so they're the sort of ones that we've got we, we've got to pick up we won't get everyone because it's law of averages, but we've got to yeah. pick up a few. And long is one that you know I like. I like gem Is uh, you look at you, you go through the say like Geelong and Sydney's lists, and, and they've got a lot of guys that they've picked up. late. Like, they, they, funnily enough, Geelong and Sydney are, are two clubs that actually haven't used their early picks all that well mm. when they've drafted. They've got they've got some pretty. Sh- Tim Kelly was not their first pick in that draft in two thousand and seventeen. Mm. It was in two thousand and seventeen. Um, the guy they drafted before Kelly is at Carlton not getting games. So um, but both those clubs have got a lot of guys who have been picked up in the rookie draft and in the fifties and sixties. Yeah. Um in that that Geelong's case and our leadership players. So that's the sort of ones we need to nail. Um yeah. And one villain villains is our SNC because Yeah, of course it is. We we just two in a row you know, historically long injury lists and we're having trouble um getting guys back. You know, it's just uh there's a lot of unfortunate injuries and we've we've got a bingo card list of fucking injuries that are just you just wouldn't imagine that the s the SNC guys can't be blamed for. Um but yeah, question that that's something it's the one thing that we have to fix uh, oh, over the off non-negotiable!
0: Because, and you get
2: because you get a f- it, it, every, everything. Every, everything we've our problems begin there, and mm. they've, they they um, they exacerbate every other bad position that we've made. So, um, and then as far as play. The uh, the player who's most disappointed me would be Gaff. Yeah. Um gave him a free pass after last year because it was clear he was he was playing hurt and he was injured and things like that. But we saw the pre season he looked I watched him pre season, he looked really good. He was back and was fit. The clubs sort were of making noises about how he's running properly and everything like that. Um but he's a he's a liability and if if you did, if you did a fully fit best twenty-two now, Gaff isn't in it, mm. and, not on, and he's not on
0: what he's shown of late. No,
2: or no, he, he he he's he's a dead set liability. And we're we talking before the show. Now is if you look at the twenty-two that's been named against Sydney, and you start picking off on form who come on form not reputation on form who comes out first and gaff would be in the top three or four that you're pulling Mm. out of that side Mm. um when numbers come back and he's he's been the single biggest disappointment um along with nat Nui's achilles well
0: that was the one i was going to say uh and mop i'll throw to you for any other villainy nominations i'm sure there's been a few and a few different things I mean, you could throw up media nominations as much as you like. We might be here all night if we do, but I just like watching Nick Nack play footy. Makes me sad that I don't get to watch him play footy, even if it was for three meaningless games as we limped toward the spoon. I just like watching him out there and I want to make sure I get to see him before he wraps up. So that's a bit of a shit one. But Mop, who else has done wrong by us in the front half of the year? Uh,
3: Everyone? No, that's not true. But I kind of think on on the few games we could have won, the senior players kind of didn't stand up. But again, I think it all comes down the strength and conditioning, and maybe even Adam Simpson. Let's go back to, was it round six, round seven? The Shuey, was it out late? Shuey's injury was preventable had they managed him properly. He went back out there and he got done. The mm. ankle that turned out to be the hamstring strain. Elliot Yo going back and playing without any waffle builder up the dude that's been injured on and off for two years. Come oh, on, yeah, if,
1: right. if, yeah.
3: if we're sitting back and we can say that, why can't they say that from within? Um, but then you, you go to the top, you go back to the chairman, Paul Fitzpatrick saying, yeah, we thought we were going to be a top eight side when even, even with a full list at the start of the season, we we're probably looking at absolute best case. We were finishing 14. So I don't know. Uh, e-
2: everything. I, it, just before you, I actually think when you actually look at what's going on around the rest of the competition this year, and the sides that are either in or just outside the eight are playing some pretty fucking shit footy at the moment. Yeah. And so I think if we had, if we actually had a proper, Properly full list, you know, with, and it's a pipe dream. But if we had the likes of Nat Nui playing and go through, but I had something approaching a full list. Um and we, might have, the North Melbourne game was really disappointing because we actually had close to a full list in that game, and we didn't turn up until after half-time I and mean, we only lost yeah, by five we points. Sat out and corner, then yeah. We beat a, we beat GWS, um, yeah, you know, com- <laughs> comfortably, um, nice. uh, And in the freeo game, we were in that, yeah, not for the injuries. I think we would have won that game. So you never, you never really know. But with a with a proper injury run, I think we we could have been in a position now where you, know, you look at a side like um, Sydney, they've had five. <laughs> Wins and Bottom four and somehow, the front, you, you know, and and they've had they've had some injury issues of their own, but nothing close to what we had, and they've tumbled from second to fifteenth,
0: fifteenth. But I, I suppose the counterpoint to that is number one is if everything lines up, we're probably hopefully make the finals what you're playing footy for? No, it's not. It shouldn't really be. And also, you know, if, if you're needing all that stuff to line up and you're ready to pull the trigger and go with that sort of thing, is that the sort yeah, of I, lens you, yeah, this... you want to look at a rebuild through? Because you, you need to assume the worst case and turn up with the odd Noah Long and have a good result with this guy or that guy to get through a I, rebuild. I, I don't the, know that you the, can the expect comments... it.
2: One of the comments that Paul Fitzgerald actually did make at one point was we've had this shift from hoping for the best to planning for the worst. Mm. And I think that's probably... Not without time. Yeah, you know, you know, there's, there's, that's probably true enough. But I think we had... I, I think at the start of the season to say as a club, we think, okay, if things line up, we can make the finals, isn't as as much as it really looks stupid now, maybe wasn't quite as quite as stupid. I, I really like. I really do like the idea that chairmen, chairmen, just shut up because I don't think you want to hear from them. Um, I'm really intrigued as to why we haven't heard. Mouse, mice fart louder than Trevor News, but at the moment, Jesus, um, we've just we haven't. For a guy that was sending emails out every second week last year, it's it's like someone's got him in a straitjacket and he's fucking sitting in the corner at Mineral Resources next to Ryan Burroughs somewhere and just saying, you, you shut up and." Um, God, we haven't heard fucking boo from him. What? Hmm. We're hearing from Fitzpatrick, and Simo's facing the firing squad every fucking week. Trying well, that's to the one where play. it's... I, I get not and,
0: rolling out all the execs, but you're rolling out some of them and not others, and, and, maybe, and maybe we want to hear from the ones we're not hearing from.
2: As much as he's a coach of a 112 side with a terribly bad percentage... I think all things considered, Simpson's handled himself extremely well. Um, put it set aside his coaching if you want, but in terms of his demeanor and the way he's dealt with with yeah. what's the absolute shit show of the season, um, yeah. he he he's done it with um, with a fair bit of class. In as far as I'm concerned, um, if someone says we should be sacked, yeah, fine. I'm not going to argue with them about that. You know, with what we've been for the last our results over the last two years. And he, he's very lucky to still have a job, but mm. he's handled himself um, incredibly well in uh, to just to, to get through and still retain even in his press conference today um, it still has a sense of humour about everything
3: I've got a question without notice for both of you just Fire away. two word responses Yes, without a catastrophic injury list so let's just say we didn't get Netanui back but we didn't have anyone else of note out for more than two three weeks at a time so pretty much we're looking at say free medals injury list
0: None so they this, don't yet. have data
3: out where, what are we looking at percentage wise wins and sorry spots.
0: this is this is from the start of the season the whole way through yeah. where do you think we so, uh... so we don't have had no eat but we've
3: pretty much had everyone else
0: somewhere in that fringe eight to twelve range, I suppose, on a on a good season, but that's so amazing. I still feel I
3: still feel that's optimistic. We don't oh, really have them, given, even with with what we've
0: seen and have, of course it is. Have, I mean have a look at what we've seen. I, I just think that's not worth ploughing ahead for. I don't think that's what you play footy for is an eight to twelve finish. We're not fucking St Kilda so yeah something <laughs>
3: around Bring out that. Girl. Bring out Kim we're not Kim, Kim.
2: Kim we're not Kim Duffy, that's for
0: sure.
2: <laughs> Jesus
3: <laughs> okay, same question to you mate. Oh my <she> God! Was. <laughs> and Nick Nick Raywell's little 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 mushroom. <laughs> but Keith, same would, question uh, to you, mate.
2: We we would be if we had a uh, reasonably run mm. with injury and things like that. We'd be around about the market
3: for Fair. That's that's kind of where I see it. Fourteenth,
2: thirteenth. What's that? Six six wins, seven losses. They're about right. With a with yeah. a pretty average and, percentage and, and, and a chance and a and a sneaky chance at finals. Um, yeah, that's, that's not that's not
0: enthusiastic though, is it? That's not what you you
2: want to get? I, I, and I think, I look, in, in in a in a real curious sort of way, I, I think the the way things have panned out the last two years may may we might look at this in you know three or four years down the track and go, geez, they were fucking shit years, but yeah, they were the recession we had to have, um, and I think. I mean, in, if you put it last year, if we had have had a marginally better, say we won six or seven games last year, um, we would still have Ruben Jimby on our list, but we wouldn't have Elijah Hewitt. Yeah. yeah,
3: We probably wouldn't have Bonet either, because at that second pick, probably would have been higher up. Uh, who was that? Curry Barnett?
2: Ah, oh, yeah. Barnett. Yep, we, so we probably we,
3: would yeah. have Bergiel, Bar- <laughs> but probably not Barnett. Yep, yeah. But then, uh, j- uh, just so- on that point, Keith, just to elaborate on that point, I think you hit possibly, with the stars lining, hit the money on the head. Because let's not ignore the giant, weird, external elephant apple in the room that is Tasmania. You finish bottom in the three years' time, you, you've got draft concessions, so pick mm. one did not pick one anymore. So well, at yeah. least now... We- we at least now have the prospect of getting Harley Reid, or, or the value of Harley Reid, without having to. Oh, actually, by the way, yeah, no, we're taking the best five young blokes. Get stuff. Oh, if you're
0: going to be this crap, it looks to be that this is not the worst time to be this crap. I just think it would be everybody's preference that maybe the Eagles weren't the worst side in modern history of the game. That would be probably my yeah, preference. Yeah, I think.
2: I think that the thing that probably hurts it's it's not so much the losses, it's the the margins of some of the games. You know, I think it's you know, we've had three hundred point losses this year, we've had we had like three or four last year. Mm. I think it's like some of the absolute beltings that we've had that have that really sting and and, and you're going into games where you go, Oh shit, if we can stay within forty points of this, that's a good result. Yeah. Um and that's I think it's the 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 worst thing is just the sheer uncompetitiveness of the side at times. And there's reasons for that. And I think um and, and the concern is um how much damage it does to the fabric of the club because those beat the beatings are really, really they're they're bad. Um and you get to a stage where, you know, there was a little bit of news during the week where, you, you know, you had, um, you, know, you know, clubs circling Tom Baras. And if, if brass come out at the end of the season and said, look, I am gonna I want to get a trade to Sydney, um, who's blaming him? Mm. You know, in, in, in all, you know... No, 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 he's all, done his time. Set, every, set everything aside, you're sitting around and saying, oh, I want to go to Sydney because I'm 27 years old. I want to experience success. I don't see it coming from West Coast within the next five years. I've got a chance at Sydney you would not blame him. No, nah, and
0: you'd, you'd have to load up and get max value for him and yeah, all that. and it would yeah, it's it's suck, like, but...
2: but it's, it's something we've been really, really good at keeping players, partly mm. because, um, well, I think we discussed this on the pod last year, about the number of players... like. If you play 150 games at West Coast, the odds are something like 4 to 1 that you will play in a premiership team mm. Um, mm. because that's our success rate. So, but when you're winning one or two games a year, that's a little bit harder to keep players. Um, so I think it's, it's the magnitude of the losses that are hurting. I think if we go to the back half a year. that's Even if we don't win games, you want you want the blowouts to be 50 points and you want your honourable losses to be 15 or 20 points. <laughs>
0: right, let's get things back on field and we'll whip through uh, the Sydney preview on this one because it's a trip to the SCG and Mop, if you'd actually believe it, the Eagles come into this one on a one-game winning streak at the SCG. The West Coast Eagles defeated Carlton in uh, 2021. We played at the SCG in front of 5,000 people. We won it. Prior to that, our last win at the venue was in 1999. 1999. So... Coming into the side is Barras Duggan, Hewitt, and Williams comes in for his first game. That'll be an interesting one to watch. Chesser out, and as I said, that's the one that really you know, some talk that maybe, you know, Key suggested that he'd probably be the sub, but it's an odd one. I'd rather him play full games. But anyway, Clark is out injured, Foley is out injured, O'Neill has been dropped after seven or eight games in a row, and True uh comes out as the sub. So a few changes there, but Mop it's funnily enough, it's a bottom four clash, if you believe that, with the reigning grand finalists there. We don't play the SCG well when we're good. We're not good. So what are you expecting to see on the weekend?
3: Tonight we're going to party like it's night.
0: You're just going to um, do that no, throughout no. the whole game. That's, that's going to be way better than watching the footy. You can just yeah, do the whole uh, album. We're
3: not about to party like it's 1999. <laughs> I mean, drink lots and lots of goon or whatever. Cool. <laughs> um,
0: now we're going to get spanked by
3: 100 points because we're shit. We don't cool. play well there ever. Um, they only have a defense, but they don't need one. They just need to smother us in the midfield. Mm. Um, cool. Yeah. And we'll come back and cry. Uh, buddy Is Buddy fit? Even if Buddy just gets in a wheelchair, he'll kick 50
2: Fifteen over the
0: UKs. So, Buddy's, Buddy's not playing. Buddy's not playing, but they
2: have he'll brought still, back. No, he'll, he'll
3: still kick
0: fifteen. He'll find a way. Uh, who would they bring in? Heaney, Mills, and McDonald. Oh, that's exciting. They got Mills back. Right, they got
3: like, Heaney go. back. He, Heaney will
0: kick eleven. There you go. Uh, who do? Oh, Tom Hickey's playing. That's exciting. Tom Hickey versus Bailey Ooh, Williams very fun little match up there that I'll be watching. I'll be enjoying that one. Uh, Braden Campbell Braden Campbell is one of the very few opposition players. He's, I mean, he's sort of a defender. He's not really a defender. He's a bit of a halfback sort of wing, but I pretty much only like defenders. I think if you play any other spot, you're kind of just cheating the game, to be honest. You, you should be ashamed of yourself. But I, I get around Braden Campbell. He pushes forward and kicks a couple goals every now and then. So I don't know. Sydney are a likable enough team for me, but fuck, it's going to be, it's going to be bad. I, Keys, I'm a big believer in the post by Eagles, uh, you know, making the a little bit more competitive and having a bit more shape and a bit more structure but unfortunately i do not think this is the week no i
2: think the um uh the league-wide stats uh no teams went off the bye apart from one side and they were playing a team that also came also, off the buy. So, yeah um and i think it's it's like there's five teams that have lost off coming off the buy, so I doubt we're going to win, but no one ever expected that anyway. We could be on top of the ladder and Sydney could be 15th, and I still wouldn't be expecting a win. Um, it's it's a ground we don't yeah, play Sydney well is. at. Um, I looked at, if you go back to 2007, our head-to-head against Sydney was, we had 19 wins to 18 losses. Mm-hmm. It is now 22 wins to 32 losses. So we've won three of our last 15 against Sydney. So for what was a really good rivalry at the moment is just uh, freeway levels of one way traffic. Um,
0: Did we? Was it? We played them in Geelong. I know we played them somewhere funny. Was that Geelong? And they we absolutely. Played, we played us? in Geelong
2: and we lost by ninety point ninety two points. Yeah, fun um, times. Because we played because we played Cardinia Park really well as as well. Mm. Um, uh, our most recent win wasn't that long ago. It was twenty twenty in Carrara, <laughs> um, because of you know that that funny little thing that we all had. Um the battle so, yeah, so our record against Sydney is not great. Our record at the S C G is totally shit. Um it's just, you know, hoping that we can be somewhat competitive. Um Sydney's record at the S C G is actually pretty mm. shit this year. They've only won two games out of six this year, I think. Um so that's a positive. Um Franklin not in the game is also a positive as much as he's when he has played this year he's been pretty rubbish. Mm. Um I'm yeah. I'm excited to see what um, uh, what Jack Williams does, saying his second game. Um no great expectations about what he does, but I'll be interested to see just how he how he goes because he has the potential to be another little little gem from the uh yeah. from late in the draft. Um yeah, he's a bit of a slow burn, but he's he was until um he lacerated his spleen, was actually having quite a good preseason. So um and there was some pretty positive talk around him leading up to that. So um, interesting how he goes. I really like that we brought Hewitt straight back in because I thought Hewitt um Hewitt sort of struggled with the pace of the game in those first couple of games when he played early, um, but I thought he actually looked prior to um, fuck knuckle um, in the Collingwood game. Yeah, um, it's the best four you know, positions ex- you've ever seen. Yeah, you know, wanting some some extra time in Bali, uh, Hewitt was actually looking pretty good mm. and actually looked like um, he, he was sort of a bit more in tune with the pace of the game and things like that. And actually looked as much as he, the play that led to him being knocked out was actually really good. Cool. He hit a packet pace and picked the ball up one handed, and um, so I'm excited to see what what he can do. He's lost Simpson said today. He's lost two or three. He's worked off a couple of kilos. So and there was a I saw a photo of him on social media today, and he was actually um he was actually looking pretty ripped. So <laughs> I'm keen I'm keen to see um how its how how he can go yep. and um uh and and at least Oscar kicking goal and
1: hopefully plan again. Keep
0: a ticket over. Uh, I mean, the Jack Williams one's interesting. The forward line, you know, the <laughs> I don't know if we're bringing him into a bit of height and swing somebody else down back, but if you go Allen and then maybe Marrick and maybe Williams, like you can see a little bit of a, a path out of this from a from a key position point of view. Now that's way too far down the line because we saw him play once and he got one touch I think against North Melbourne yeah. last year. So you know, but but nice to be using these games to be getting uh, games into these guys, I suppose. The one for me though, like bloody hell, how many bounces do you reckon Blakey's going to have off half back <laughs> given that we just give up half back dash always, and you're looking at the lizard just storming out of there anyway it's an interesting backline oh, so, yeah. dynamic that's that's where i'm going with all of this someone get a word to in the that bounces out of dream team statistic <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe, I'm kind uh, of into them. I like I like the running style. I think it's funny. I like the lizard sort maybe, of uh, maybe, antics. Uh,
2: maybe maybe Gaff can do a rundown tackle on you and knock him out. That'd be funny this way. Not least because
0: mate, Gaff could start chasing Gaff him. It's him Thursday night.
2: Like
0: Andrew Gaff could start chasing him now. He's not gonna fucking get there by Saturday. There's no chance. It's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. Um but yeah, look, Mop, who are you who are you looking for in this one? We got some young kids playing, we got some veterans hopefully being used in the right way or in a bit of a complimentary role, maybe rather than a starring role. So what do you want to see knowing that we're probably gonna get pumped along the way. Uh because there's gonna be so many centre bounces. Uh Bailey Williams three votes. Nice. Very good. And then we can trade him off to Sydney for another couple of picks like we've done with Sinclair and Seabee and Hickey and... It,
3: it, yeah, that's the question. Is this the Mark Seabee cup, Mitch Morton Cup, the uh Tom Hickey cup or the Dean Cox cup? Cal Vote Sinclair now.
0: Cup for me. No, I think James I think it's the... Yeah that's yeah that's <laughs>
2: Jason Ball, premiership player at both
3: clubs. Oh, yeah, Okay, okay. Jason Ball, yeah. They are The Jason or, Ball companies. Or, or,
2: uh, or Scotty Waters or Tony Begovich.
0: Nah, Jason Ball. There you go. Jason Ball. Can't. I like CB. My vote's for CB. But anyway, there you go. Uh, shall we get into tips then? I mean, we all know Sydney are going to win.
2: <laughs> Somebody
0: tell me by how much. Keys, you can let me know by how much and let me know who you're most interested in watching on the weekend. <coughs>
2: Forty-two. Oh, close one. Um, and well, I most interested is is uh is Hewitt. Mm. Um, and but also Ruben Jimby because people will be in for a surprise when they watch because Ruben's gone to number one, so it looks a bit different. He's going to be a little harder to um to spot. Uh, but I'll look forward to him bashing into a few of the um. Swans are a bit younger uh, midfield group. Mm. So, um, yeah, Jimby might be able to sort of bash in around them a little bit better than he has against some of the more experienced bodies he's come up against of late. Funny thing is, I, it's a shame McGovern was ruled out because uh, when I was looking at the sides, is we're not a mile off at best 22.
0: Well, given what we've seen. In comparison,
2: it's, there's a uh, bit because, of structure to this team. You know, I, I, we're, we're missing Ryan and Cripps from the forward line and we're missing Nat mm. Nui from the ruck. And then down back, we're missing Cole and Jones and Hearn and now McGovern. Mm. Um, but when you sort of line up who comes out for some of those guys if they were there, we're not in terms of what the best we can put on. Mid, minus Nat Nui, it's as good a midfielder as we can put out there. Yeah. Um, Which is so why I got, had a
0: little bit of hope for the Crows game, and then
2: yeah, <laughs> but we're not. McGovern was a. Unfortunately, McGovern's a big out because it leaves us a little bit more exposed down back, yeah. and we probably we probably have to bring Jack Williams in because we just need some height. Uh, and Jack will Jack will second ruck um, play
0: Waterman down back, and Williams up forward maybe or
2: yeah. So something. you know where where a lot of our injury list at the moment is a long injury list, but a lot of what's on our list injury list is fringe fringe players. So um look, it'll be easy. it'll be interesting. I'll just see how we go. The boys I watched training on Monday and it was pretty good spirit. It was a pretty good session. They were pretty sharp. Um but yes, Sydney Sydney desperately need a win. If they're gonna touch stay in touch with the eight. Um and and they need the percentage. So they'll likely wanna try and fill their belt. So we can keep it to the forty two that I said, um, I'll take that as a win.
0: Yeah, we're gonna get absolutely pumped in this one for me, Mop, I think we're gonna lose by 80 plus. We're not good, as I said, on our no. good days at the SCG. Uh, uh, Hewitt is a good call. I like that one. Uh, Hoff, I'm interested to see what we do with him. Pretty much, as you said earlier in the show, I think anybody under the age of, what, 22, 23, something like that, just let me see something. And you know what? Marek as well. I want to see what he's got because didn't know he uh, yeah, fly. Bobbed up with two goals against the Crows. And I don't know, it'd just be nice. That'd be great. If that turned into a, a piece we could use, then happy days, you know? Question without notice. Last one. Go for oh, it.
3: Sydney are really, really... uh talking up Jack Buller, Mm. then he came out and had the... uh,
0: They dropped him. Yeah, Yeah.
3: they did after his one disposal uh, special. Who's going to have the better career after one AFL game? Marich or Buller? I mean, if you go
0: after one AFL game, one of them kicked two goals and one of them got one touch and got dropped. So... <laughs> uh, sure, but you know, I mean, if this goes back into the if Ryan's done for the season or if Nick Nat's done for the season or you know, no why didn't we just you know, long term somebody else and, and pick them both up? I don't know, but I mean, far out of keys. If we're going off one game, it's it's Marrick and it's not particularly close, but I dare say that's maybe not the best way to judge this. <laughs> hey, so you, want, you, want want know,
2: you want to know something interesting, Ben? Yeah, go on. Our biggest Lightning. loss, our biggest loss against Sydney at the SCG right. is 71 points, and that was back in 2000. As much as we've lost games at the SCG. The margins haven't been, there's a 52 and a 45 and a 39 but there's been a 8 and a 15. Oh, I can't wait to clip this next week when we're teeing up another 20 goal loss and
0: in general the margins have been pretty good. This is not an in general season, unfortunately. This is a real bloody anomaly but uh, that's a fair point. I just think, like I say, we're so bad there even when we're good at moving the footy, even when we can find it. I just don't see it um, this week.
2: But I, w- I will say the last time we played City we lost By 10 goals at Optus in Hearn's 300th. So that's not a good pointer. And I don't, I think we kicked one, what, one goal at half time in that game last year, which was a complete fucking embarrassment. So there's also that.
0: There you go. Uh, Mop. Put a number on it and uh, tell me who I who I need to be watching out for on the weekend. Eighty
2: was the number I had in my head.
3: Yeah, good um, I think Barras oh, co- is probably good enough to save save it from going triple figures. He, he's enough of an in, especially if he he's fit again. Um, mm. If if we had the same backline as we did against Adelaide, I reckon we would have challenged the one hundred eighty nine point record. But with with we do have a few wins, we are fortified through the middle slightly. Probably not quite as dire as it was. Um, Williams could have a really good game is pretty solid, but he's not as athletic. He's kind of more the tap tap competer journeyman versus I don't think he's got the tank to compete up with to compete with our man B B B B B B B B W. Um, from that, it's just marriage is the matter of what to see how he goes in his second game. Very good.
0: Nicely done. All right, well, I reckon we will leave it there for the night, Gents. Keys, thank you very much. Mop, thank you very much. It's uh Yeah, fucking hell. Supposed by here we go. It's back half of the season. We're on the home stretch. Let's see if they can give us anything different in the next what eight, nine, ten weeks. But uh, one way or the other, we'll be here next week, and we will unpack whatever happens against Sydney. And fingers crossed, it's the first of many hilarious wins on the back end of the season. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Don't don't hold me to that. All right, guys, we'll leave it there, and we will talk to you soon. Bye for now.
1: Bye. Goodbye.